Come one, come all, gather round, my friends. It's time for Adventure Club Theater. If you lend us an ear, the adventure never ends. It's time for Adventure Club Theater. Where theater is the adventure. Welcome to Adventure Club Theater, where theater is the adventure. Today, we are going to take a walk through the sanctuary. Okay, I believe that is everyone. Hello, my name is Mo, and I will be your sanctuary tour guide today. Stay close, step lively, feel free to take plenty of pictures, and let's begin our tour. See that large fenced area? That is the sanctuary. It shows us God's plan of salvation. Now let us take this long, windy path to the east side. Hey, stop jostling me. Excuse me, Mo. Yes, miss? Why do we have to go to the east side? That's so far away. Why not the south side where we are right now? Well... There is only one entrance to the sanctuary, and it's on the east side. <sighs> okay, lead on, Mo. Wow, that's a pretty big gate. I bet you could drive a truck through it. Yes, the gate is about 30 feet wide. Step lively, folks. We are entering the courtyard. <laughs> You see that tent in the distance? That is where we are headed. There are two points of interest we will pass along the way before we get to that tent. You see this square bronze altar? I see an animal burning in it. Ooh, someone must have killed it and offered it as a sacrifice. Sacrifice, sacrifice. Go get the knife because we need a sacrifice. Sacrifice. Uh, okay, that was very creepy, but you are technically correct. That is the altar of sacrifice. The priest would make sacrificial offerings here. Okay, next to the tent is the. Great, a water fountain. I'm thirsty. Yeah, me too. Um, sir? You can't drink out of this laver of water. Why not? It's used by the priests to cleanse themselves before going into the sanctuary. Ugh, never mind. I'm not that thirsty. Okay, let's enter the tent. Mo, can I ask another question? Yes, you can, and you just did. So that's it for you. Oh. I'm just kidding, miss. You have to forgive my tour guide humor. Ask as many questions as you want. It's what I'm here for. Is it okay to touch the tent covering? This would make the perfect winter coat. So many layers. Go ahead. The tent actually has four layers of coverings. The outer layer is badger skin. Then you have ram's skin dyed red. Underneath that is a layer of goat's hair. The innermost layer is fine linen woven with white, blue, scarlet, and purple threads. We are now in the sanctuary proper. It's composed of two rooms. 
The room we are in right now is called the Holy Place. Wow, check out the walls. So fancy. I totally agree. I didn't realize the sanctuary would be so posh inside. Yes, the walls of the sanctuary are made of planks of acacia overlaid with gold. Hey, check out the food. Ooh, bread. I'm like starving. Stop! Please do not take any bread from the table of showbread. Why not? There's twelve round loaves. If we each take one, there's still enough for the next group. I like how this man thinks. Come on, Mo. How about we each take half a loaf? Sorry, but this bread is reserved for the priests of the sanctuary. How about this? When the tour is over, I will take you to the cafeteria and give you all a 25% discount. Ad-free hummus? <sighs> all right, ad-free hummus. Yes. Ooh, that candlestick is so shiny. Did it come from Ikea? I definitely want one for my room. What? Wait, uh, no, there was no Ikea back in the days of Moses. That's a shame. Uh, yeah, sure. Anyways, the seven-branched candlestick is the only source of light inside the sanctuary. It is made of a single piece of pure gold. Ooh, I like ye. The priests would pour in oil to make sure it is continually lit. You mean like 24-7? Yes, 24 hours a day, seven days a week, all year round. Um, what's that sweet smell? Peppermint candy? Sorry, no peppermint candy here. Aww. The sweet aroma is coming from the altar of incense. Oh, this curtain is so pretty. I love the embroidery. Just look at all the angels. I am totally shopping for this at Ikea afterwards. Wow, that curtain is heavy duty. Look how thick it is. Yes, that is the veil that separates the holy place from another smaller room, which is called the most holy place. Oh, there's a very fancy box in that other room. There's like two angels posed on top of it. I think they are using their wings to cover a tiny throne. That's so cute. Is that from Ikea? Uh, no, it's not from Ikea. Aw, nuts. I could totally see that as a centerpiece in my living room. Is that an icebox? I could totally use a tall, cold one right now. That is actually the Ark of the Covenant. The tiny throne is called the Mercy Seat. It is where the presence of God would dwell in the sanctuary. And that concludes our tour of the sanctuary. Wow, that tour was pretty short. It was fun, though. Now, where is the gift shop? Didn't you say the sanctuary shows God's plan of salvation? I didn't see any plans anywhere. We, we want, want plans. We want plans. We want plans. Okay, okay, okay. I was telling you all the truth when I said the sanctuary shows God's plan of salvation. Everything in the sanctuary has meaning. What do you mean by meaning? And is this going to take long? I really want to check out the gift shop. Everything in the sanctuary points to Jesus. I didn't see Jesus in the sanctuary. We, we want Jesus. Jesus. We, we want, want Jesus. Jesus. We, we want, want Jesus. Jesus. Okay, let me show you what I mean from the Bible. These 
Bibles are heavy. Check out these Bible verses. John 1.29 The next day, John saw Jesus coming toward him and said, Behold, the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. Isaiah 53, 4-6 Surely he has borne our griefs and carried our sorrows, yet we esteemed him stricken, smitten by God, and afflicted. But he was wounded for our transgressions, he was bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement of our peace was upon him, and by his stripes we are healed. All we like sheep have gone astray, we have turned every one to his own way, and the Lord has laid on him the iniquity of us all. The altar of sacrifice is symbolic of Jesus' sacrifice on the cross. Jesus died for all our sins. John 3, 5. Jesus answered, Most assuredly, I say to you, unless one is born of water and spirit, he cannot enter the kingdom of God. Hebrews 10, 22. Let us draw near with a true heart in full assurance of faith, having our hearts sprinkled from an evil conscience and our bodies washed with pure water. The laver was used by the priests for cleansing before entering the sanctuary. The laver symbolizes spiritual cleansing. Matthew 4, 4. Jesus answered, It is written, Man does not live on bread alone, but on every word that comes from the mouth of God. John 6:35 And Jesus said to them, I am the bread of life. He who comes to me shall never hunger, and he who believes in me shall never thirst. The table of showbread in the sanctuary ministry pointed to the Messiah to come. Christians today celebrate communion. They eat unleavened bread, looking back at Jesus, our Messiah, who came to save us. The showbread symbolized the spiritual bread we need to partake of daily. Psalm 119.105 Your word is a lamp to my feet and a light to my path. John 8.12 When Jesus spoke again to the people, he said, I am the light of the world. Whoever follows me will never walk in darkness, but will have the light of life. The lampstand was the only source of light in the entire sanctuary. Jesus is our guiding light in this world filled with darkness. Psalm 141.2 May my prayer be set before you like incense. May the lifting of my hands be like the evening sacrifice. Hebrews 5.7 who in the days of his flesh, when he had offered up prayers and supplications with vehement cries and tears to him who was able to save him from death and was heard because of his godly fear. A sweet aroma drifted from the altar of incense in the holy place into the most holy place. In the same way, Jesus hears our earnest prayers. Jesus also prays to God the Father on our behalf. Matthew twenty-seven fifty-one. Then, behold, the veil of the temple was torn in two from top to bottom, and the earth quaked and the rocks were split. Hebrews 10.20 By a new and living way which he consecrated for us through the veil that is his flesh. The veil was a thick curtain that separated the holy place from the most holy place. In the same way, sin separated us from God. Jesus, through his sacrifice, is able to reunite us with God. Exodus 25:22. There, above the cover between the two cherubim that are over the Ark of the Testimony, I will meet with you and give you all my commands for the Israelites. 
2 Corinthians 3.18 But we all, with unveiled face, beholding as in a mirror the glory of the Lord, are being transformed into the same image from glory to glory, just as from the Lord, the Spirit. Only the high priest was allowed to minister in the most holy place once in a year on the Day of Atonement. It was a ceremony that pointed to the day Jesus would finally save us. On that day, we would be transformed and be able to dwell with God again. Hmm, this is actually kind of interesting. I guess the gift shop can wait. Ah, oh, well, I do get that the sanctuary points to Jesus. I still don't get how the sanctuary shows God's plan of salvation. Okay, now that we've walked through the sanctuary, we can talk about God's plan of salvation in a little more detail. What was the very first thing we saw when we entered the sanctuary courtyard? The altar of sacrifice. Yes, Jesus' sacrifice is what makes salvation possible for you and me. I made it to the top. I am accepting Jesus as my Lord and Savior. I finally made it. Yeah, I'm good to go. However, accepting Jesus as your Lord and Savior is only the beginning of the journey. What the? Where did that mountain come from? I guess I haven't made it to the top yet. At the cross, we go through the process of justification, where God forgives us all our sins. What was next after the altar of sacrifice? There was a laver full of non-drinking water. Can you think of anything in the Christian experience that involves water? Mm. Oh, yeah. There's baptism and the ordinance of foot washing. Yes, once you accept Jesus as your Lord and Savior, you need spiritual cleansing. <gasps> when we accept Jesus into our lives, we are baptized as a public proclamation of our commitment to Christ. The ordinance of foot washing reminds us of how Jesus washed away our sins. Hmm, okay. Do you remember what's next? We actually go into the sanctuary and enter the Ikea place. Wait, I mean the holy place. You are right. What were the three articles of furniture in the holy place? Okay, there was that table of delicious-looking showbread. The table of showbread reminds us we need to nourish our spiritual lives as well as our physical lives. We receive spiritual nourishment through reading and studying the Word of God, the Bible, every day. I also remember the awesome shiny candlestick. Yes, as followers of Christ, we need to shine His light and share the gospel with others around us. Ah, I see. I see what you did there. <sighs> Sorry guys, tour guide humor. Let's move on to the altar of incense. We pray to God daily. We strengthen our relationship to Jesus by talking to Him. We praise Him. We ask forgiveness for sins. We pray for others. And we give thanks. If the courtyard and altar of sacrifice are all about justification, then the holy place is all about sanctification. Sanctification? The work of justification frees us from the penalty of sin. The work of sanctification 
frees us from the power of sin. Hey! You bumped into me and made me drop my groceries! My eggs are broken! You should have stayed out of my way, lady! Oh yeah? I'll make sure you stay out of everyone's way. Permanently. Hey, 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 lady, wait, wait, hey, I'm sorry, hey, hey, I'm sorry, I'm sorry! Ah, nuts. That's the third person I killed today. Now I gotta pray to Jesus for forgiveness. Again. I wish I could control my temper. While justification happens immediately, sanctification is the work of a lifetime. We work with Jesus to change our lives to more closely follow him. As we look upon Jesus daily, our attitudes and actions will change to reflect his life. I love it when a plan comes together. So what about the most holy place? What's going on? I remember dying. Hey, I'm alive! Wow, I look a lot younger now. And taller. I'm, I'm rising from the ground. I'm, I'm flying? Where's all this light coming from? Jesus? Jesus, it's really you. You finally come back for us. The most holy place is about glorification. One day Jesus will return for his people. The righteous dead will be raised and we will all meet the Lord in the air. We will all be remade and be able to dwell with God again. Wow, I never realized the sanctuary said so much about our salvation. Yes, as the sanctuary pointed to Jesus our Savior, Jesus lived a life on earth that mirrored the sanctuary's plan of salvation. How so? Jesus was baptized in the River Jordan by John the Baptist and began his ministry. Jesus lived a sinless life, healing, teaching, and preaching the gospel message. Jesus had a strong prayer life and was in constant communication with his Father. Jesus studied the Bible, well, the Old Testament, daily. After Jesus died, he was resurrected three days later to full glory. Okay, I have to admit, the sanctuary is a lot cooler than I thought. Jesus is our example. We need to follow the same path through the sanctuary after him. I, I, I don't know. Jesus is like an all-star superstar of faith. If I'm being honest, I'm, I'm not always who I should be as a Christian. Jesus is our role model. Just how many people today emulate their favorite celebrity? Three, two, one, Kobe! Booyah! We can emulate Jesus. Remember what Jesus said in John 14, verse 12. Most assuredly, I say to you, he who believes in me, the works that I do, he will do also. And greater works than these he will do, because I go to my Father. You're absolutely right. I can follow Jesus' plan of salvation. He can give me strength to overcome my weakness. Are you ready to learn more about the sanctuary? Yes! yes. Okay, forget the gift shop. Learning about the sanctuary is totally cool. What's next? Find out next time on Adventure Club Theater, where theater is the adventure. If you enjoyed the show, 
Join us next week for another. It's time for Adventure Club Theater. Till we meet again. Yes, we'll see you later. Goodbye from Adventure Club Theater. Where theater is the adventure. This episode was written by David Quatch. Original theme music by Jennifer Quatch. The voices were Christy Wynn, Hi, Fred Davis, Jane Tom, Violet Kelgard, Richard Briggs, Justin Vung, David Quatch, 